You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters. This is one of your co-hosts, Allie Engren. And Samantha Mello. And you guys, the sun is out. It's shining. In Minnesota. Depressing Minnesota. Is spring finally here to stay? I Yeah, I think so. I think it's looking, uh, it's looking positive. Yes, there's no wind even. We have had the windiest year. We've definitely embraced every single season to its fullest. (laughs) The weather said, watch me perform and I'm going to do a hell of a job. I just want to know, like, please, I do not want to be Chicago. Like, with climate change, like, don't push the Windy City to Minneapolis. (laughs) We're already the ninth buggiest city in the United States. The ninth. Well, yeah, I believe that, but... I don't know. I think there's really bugs everywhere. There was one summer I went out to California and they had more mosquitoes than we did yeah. here. I and it was like super humid out there. It I was, think California is up on the list. They got like the snakes and the spiders. So that, that's one thing I'm like yes. happy for with the cold weather is that we don't have, I mean, we still have snakes, but like the big ones, the gnarly ones, yeah. they, they can't really like, and we don't have this. They can't survive the in this spiders. climate. <laughs> yeah, we kill off. You have to be hardcore to live here. Yeah, you And do. so the alligators can't live here, the spiders, the snakes, the weird but stuff. But you can't feel your face half the time. Yeah, and I, I think I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> Although, so we live in an area, for those who don't live in Minnesota, like when you think of Minnesota, you think of like moose and bears, and we don't really have bears or moose around us but there was a bear sighting in northfield minnesota really last week like running around downtown (laughs) just having a grand old time that's amazing so we get one that comes you know walks the river and ends up here somehow because i believe like down in like welch and those areas i bet there are some black bear because we are so close to wisconsin and wisconsin is known for like their bear populations so. yeah minnesota's beautiful um i know we kind of get a bad rep for being that northern yeah. cl- close to canada eh <laughs> i i learned that my accents are terrible but i still try <laughs> i was trying to do a bunch of different ones and they all either sound australian or <laughs> southern i'm not quite sure but um in southern Minnesota, for those of you who've never been to Minnesota, we have uh, what they're called bluffs, and so you can actually—it's—it's it's super beautiful down yeah, there. Yeah, it is. And we have a lot of lush country, mm-hmm. um, as well as big cities too. But um, in that lush country, I think you can definitely—we have a lot of uh, wildlife that is really beautiful. We do. I, We're we, kind of like a mini California, but we just don't have an ocean. Yeah, we just we do have a lot of lakes. I yes. I have said this many times. Flying into Minnesota is so beautiful to get to see all of the water yeah. everywhere. I when I was younger, we moved here. I hated it, but 
um, as I would travel back and forth, I would always really love flying back into Minnesota because it, it truly is beautiful. We are the and land of 10,000 lakes. You just have water everywhere. And it's not until you go somewhere like Texas or somewhere that really doesn't have water very m- much anywhere. And you're like, let's go to the lake. And they're like, yeah, that's a couple hours away. And the only and they have some like rivers and they have different um, yeah. areas. But it we really can drive like two miles and there's another lake. Yes. Not even two miles. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to wait five hours to get on to the right. one lake. <laughs> it's really cool. It is. I, I, and I love Lake Superior. I, I, I fell in love with Lake Superior when we moved here because I miss the ocean so much. And when we went up there, I was like, it's the ocean. This is the ocean. It is. You can't it's see the end. Shit. It's, it's beautiful. It's a cold-ass ocean. It's so cool. Yeah, it is it's cool. It's gorgeous. My husband's dad lives um, in Lutzen and you can see Lake Superior right from his driveway. It's yeah, it's spectacular. And it, I mean, it, it is it is real. There's so many. There's a lot of deaths out there all yeah, the time, actually. It's wild. But I do love our area. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, I think it takes leaving this area and looking how other states are and coming back and having that appreciation for it because summers they like we only have three months of summer realistically and we all all of us minnesotans we make it count we do (laughs) we do make it count and it it is i mean i i do love the summertime here i although that's when i travel the most yeah uh lately it is well i was gonna say because i hayden yeah and this year i did usually i do a few trips throughout the winter and i buckled down this year because i'm taking hayden well hayden has a tournament on the east coast for lacrosse uh we have two of them back to back one in i believe pennsylvania and the other one's in delaware and we drive we fly into philly we go north and we go to a tournament for two days that tournament ends that day we drive down to delaware we do that one for two days whatever and um but in july i've been planning this for a while um we are taking my son and two of his friends so me and three 16 year old boys are going to maui hawaii (laughs) (laughs) you did not get kicked out i'm teasing her well the dates were hard to book because uh the boys are in sports and everything and so i ended up downsizing my condo so that we could make the dates well this is so much more I didn't mean I got kicked out like I was jokingly saying that's because this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity for Hayden and friends and being in high school and I know and I really wanted I wanted to bring somebody to hang out with me but at the same point I struggled because obviously you you're different but (laughs) um and it all works out because I think you have a wedding, right? Yes. I have yes. a bachelorette party that whole weekend. Yeah. so she, And that's one of your best friends. So yeah. You have to go to all that. But um, I was struggling because it was like Hawaii is, is, like you said, a once in a lifetime trip. And so to invite somebody on it, but it's not really their trip, no. right? The trip is for the boys yep. or for Hayden per se. Um and it was like, I could invite somebody out, but then they're kind of on our trip. We're on their trip in a way. Um, and I didn't really want to do that no, to somebody. No, because if I came and I didn't bring my children, I would feel absolutely guilty. <laughs> and I was out here with your children yeah. being like, oh, sorry, kids. Like, I'm just out here <laughs> hanging out with Sam's kids and you don't get to come. <laughs> I know. So it's a whole, it was a whole thing, but... Um, 
I I planned this about a little over a year ago, and I just realized I my parents took me and my best friend. They took us to Maui, and it was one of the best trips ever. And I didn't actually. It's funny. I I didn't think about going there. I just knew I wanted to take my son somewhere this summer because. Looking back, I just remember how busy your junior year is. You're preparing for your senior year. If you're playing sports, if you're whatever you're doing, you're having to dive in. Going to want to go on a senior trip, and you're going to have no part in playing. Exactly. So then you have senior year, and it's the last of everything. You have graduation. You have proms. You have your senior trip, and then you're getting ready for college or whatever they're going to do with their life. And so I figured this is kind of my last big opportunity yeah. to do something uh, special I'm gonna like cry for her right now it's so <laughs> emotional it, it goes, goes so fast so fast they're almost done with school I know it's wild. I feel like that even with my my Everett going into high school next year I'm like ah! I know it's wild <laughs> it, yeah it is wild um so I'm really excited and I had one of the moms and and honestly I feel really blessed that their parents trust me yeah. to take their kids and to do that. And uh, I, I found our flight. Everything just has worked out so perfectly. It so has. I'm really excited. And they were like, I can't believe you're taking the boys and you're doing that. And I was like, you know, that this is like the one thing about being a single parent is I don't have a whole family that I'm bringing <laughs> a vacation in. on. Yes. Right. So we don't have to house everybody. I don't have to find a place for the other kids to sleep for me, for, you know, just all of it. So And you don't have to be like, oh, hey, honey, can I go to Hawaii? And you're not invited, but right. I'm taking your kid. Right. And and have to deal with the other kids. So I said, I go, it, my daughter's going to stay back with my mom. It's just, I've learned that this is just where we're at. And he, I'm going to focus on him yeah. for these last couple of years. Not that I'm not focusing on her. We take her. I take her somewhere for her birthday every year, but it's Houdini, part of it. You're not going to focus on Houdini. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was, I was excited. And so um, I planned it and I just said, you know, this is where being a single parent is kind of fun because I, I have the ability to bring him and the boys and we have the room, we have the place already. Him and I would be there anyways. So what's two more kids? Yeah. To What's, make it that much more fun for him yeah. and the experience. And and they get to go on a trip of a lifetime yes. for nothing. Right. I mean, the amount that they're paying is I have I have done a great job. <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna be they're going to Hawaii for a week and we're gonna be in Las Vegas for about a day for um a thousand dollars each. Gosh. I mean, that's that's yeah. nothing. That's yeah. and that's including their flight, everything. That'll probably be their food, everything. Awesome. So I think that's a pretty great deal. Yeah. Can you plan all my trips for me so I only yeah. have to pay a thousand each time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of it has to do with my connections, but it's exciting. We're um, I still have to do some of our our extra planning, but it'll be fun. And then we in August, I'm taking Lorelai to. We're gonna go to North Carolina. We're gonna visit my um, uncle and aunt that live down there and their kids and. My parents are going to be joining on that. Oh, so fun. fun! I didn't know yeah. that. We I asked them last minute. We found our flight super cheap. So and, fun. Or not last minute, but I had debating it because um, I haven't really gotten to. I've never. I really wanted to go on a trip with my dad, my stepdad, and um, I'd asked him, but it was hard for me to find time yeah. and like where to go, uh, when it would work, and he was interested. And so then, 
I was like, well, maybe he'll come down with us, but I I just, it felt right with both of them. So we, we wanted to ask both of them and they're both going to come. So, so be fun. fun. I love yeah. going on vacation with my parents as an adult. Cause it's like, you're not a kid anymore. Like you're like, well, I'm going to go here and they just, they're so happy to be doing life with you that yes. yes. Oh, yes. it's my favorite. I know. So <laughs> it'll be good. I'm, I'm really excited for all of it. Uh, what do you got going on this summer? Oh, you guys. Um, well, Mike and I put in an offer on a new house. Mm. So hopefully we will be moving this summer because it has some land and so, a pool. So <laughs> a pool. A pool. <laughs> and I grew up with a pool. Um, my parents pool and I have always wanted a house with a pool because someday that house will have to sell and I will no longer have a pool in my life and I'm ready to take be a big girl go to the next level and be the entertaining house and have a pool so (laughs) it's really stressful because I do this for a living (laughs) every day but for some reason when it comes to yourself you forget everything that you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you just want this house, but you know you have your boundaries of what you'll pay yeah. for the house. It's an off-market property, so it just kind of fell into our lap. And I've manifested, this is the crazy thing with this house. I've manifested this house since the first time that I saw it. And I said, someday that house will be mine. And now we're sitting here and I've dreamt, like written this house down on notebook paper. And now here I am putting in an offer. And it just shows that if you work, because I believe with manifesting, yes, you can put it out to the universe, but I still feel you have to do the actions to get it. I can't just yeah. wish it into existence. And you, something's short, but this is like a big deal. Well, you have to show the universe that you are serious about yes. it and that it's 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 when you take those little steps of doing it without the expectation of something in return that, hey, I put this out there. I this is my heart's desire. This is the light that I'm creating my reality. Yes. But with that comes responsibility of doing and showing that that is truly what you want and, and learning how to live in that, and be that, become that, feel it. Like you always Divine want timing. things and I'm a control freak and the timing couldn't, we are, we can do it. Like I, two years ago we were just getting back together. We were separated and now it's like, okay, that house wasn't supposed to be yours two years ago. Like it's supposed to be yours this year. Yeah. I love, I have goosebumps. Oh, that's so amazing. So it's not a done deal. We will see what happens and I will bring you guys, walk it through how scary. I'm going to say it's a done deal. (laughs) That house is theirs. I'm speaking it into existence and it is going to all work out So listeners, we might have a new studio, a bigger studio. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually just going to be by the pool every single time. Yes. So lucky you guys get to see us <laughs> in our swimsuits with margaritas by the f- by the pool. Yes. <laughs> I know. I have so many plans for this pool. I'm like, if photographers. Our podcasts are slurring. 
<laughs> chapter first. We are doing photo shoots in the pool. I'm going to invite all my friends over. We are doing, we're getting the fun floaties. Like there's going to be so many photo shoots in that pool. <laughs> you know what? We're just going to have our own personal photographer. Yes. It's going to be so fun. But listen to me, the businesswoman already like, well, I'll just hire out. They can come and use the pool and I'll charge them, the photographer, to come use my pool. There you go. There's another stream of income coming in. No. No, that's – they say (laughs) when you are manifesting and you are manifesting money in abundance, that the more streams of income you have, the more readily available you make yourself to receive – these blessings to receive the money to receive the abundance to come in because you have more avenues and more ways for it to come in yeah so it is actually very very smart very well they say um, to to be a millionaire you need seven streams of income the average millionaire has seven streams of income i'm still just praying that i'm gonna get a check in the mail actually i'm not praying i'm i'm believing that my check is in the mail for or this is the other thing I always have in my mind is that a lottery ticket is going to blow up to me and I'm going to pick it up and it's going to be a winning lottery ticket for an obscene amount of money. That is my like... Write it down. Oh, I have. I picture this all the time. Like, oh, lottery ticket? What are you doing here? (laughs) Interesting. And I pick it up because I don't buy lottery tickets, but I would love to win the lottery. And I know in order to win, you have to play, but I'm like, ugh, I just... I don't want to play. I get anxiety, play. you guys. So I feel like in order to win the lottery from you, it literally just yeah. has to like blow that, into my face. Same. I don't even know how to buy a lottery. I've never bought a lottery ticket. I have high anxiety when I'm in gas station lines. <laughs> I feel that so much. And if I can do it all just at the gas pump, I'm like, buy my car wash, pay for my gas, and the rest I'll just get from home. Because I I'm that impatient person in line. When that person is trying to buy 18,000 lottery tickets, I'm like, come on, today, can we get through the line? I do get a random hair up my ass like every uh, six months and I'll just buy scratch offs. And it's so, my son catches me every time. And it's not even like I'm trying to hide it, but he's like, why do you buy those? They're so dumb. And I'm like, it's, I was just, I I don't know, it just seemed kind of fun, something to do. And he, you know, he just makes fun of me and I'm sitting there scratching the the scratch off. But I'm like, how do you always catch me? Like, where did you? (laughs) My parents are into the scratch offs. Like, we get them in, like, our stockings every year. So my parents have just funded the gambling addiction for me. No, I'm just kidding. They don't gamble. (laughs) Because you're such a gambling addict. (laughs) I've never even bought pull tabs by I well I I I am a, I sell pull tabs yes. at the place I work at and that I'm actually very abundant in. I am very great at pulling winners and money for other so people. So go see Sam. I do enjoy it. I really really enjoy making people's day by like pulling a thousand dollar winner for them and doing that. So it it is really exciting for me. And everybody's like, do My you play? And I go, pull tabs. no. I, if I do play, it's like we're out for the night and I like to play a game to play the game, right? So I'm like, do you have dice? Let's play a game. So I like to play like 654, which is a dice game, to open the pull tab okay. and like make deals. So then like somebody might be pulling. But it's funny because whenever you play with people, it really becomes about the dice game. And yeah, and I fully believe when you're not playing to win money – like, if you're just playing for fun, we always win playing that way. 
Always. Always. I have yet to do it that way and not win. I believe that. Because we kind of are the same way where we'll just, you know, we'll be out on date night and my husband likes to play pull-tabs and he'll be like, I'm going to go get cherries, whatever cherries means. I think it's one of the things, this is how idiot I am with pull-tabs. So he always gets cherries and we play and every time I'm I'm just like, okay, and we always win because I'm totally like not <laughs> la, la, la. in it. And for those of you who don't know what pull-tabs are, pull-tabs, these are not in many states I at suppose. all minnesota we have pull tabs and it's these rectangle little cardboard cardboard pieces and they usually have three tabs or whatever but you pull the tabs open and when you pull the tab open it says it either has nothing it has all these it usually has a theme to it and then it has if you win you have a serial number and then you have the amount of money but the way it works is you have a box and they have about 2,000 anywhere from 2,000 to like 5,000 tickets in them and then you have so many winners so it's basically like playing go fish yeah and and you it's the luck of the draw right and so, it's basically like a slot machine like that's yes. kind of what they're themed after yes. is like so you well and they all have like kind of dirty names but they're not dirty names right it's like dirty slots legit that's one of them she would know i i just know cherry <laughs> so like they all kind of have like a theme by so you just reach your hand in in all this cardboard pieces and you you pick them out and they're two dollars a piece and you, you pick it out for however many they buy and you open those and you either come out a winner or you help somebody else become a winner right. by pulling the non-winners out or you win two dollars yes they do have playbacks <laughs> it's a whole game it it's is. interesting I am sure it is being a bartender because it's kind of like you make money when other people make money and you're like, yeah, or you oh, watch people but I've watched lose people money. And, and you can put thousands in and it's... I know. I've seen people buy out boxes and you're not even allowed to do that, are you? Not at the char house. I haven't seen people do that. <laughs> I just mean in general. I, um... I don't know all the exact rules okay. on it, so I'm not going to comment on it because I'm not quite <laughs> sure and I don't want to be wrong on no. it. But uh, we also have e-tabs, which are these little machines that basically dangerous. have all, um, it's like all casino games kind of on there and they have bingo and all these things. Can you but put a credit card on that? No, it, everything okay. has to be cash That's what for I these. Thought. But the one, the one way that they get around all of this is that in order to have these types of uh, programs in your bar restaurant, the profit goes to a nonprofit. So uh, whatever they're making off that, part of the profit goes to the nonprofit and then the restaurant bar gets a percentage of of it too. So for the gambling association, anytime you're playing uh, e-tabs, pull tabs in any place in Minnesota, you can ask where where's this donated to and you can find out who like the donations that. so that is another way that i think people will make it okay for themselves to, to gamble <laughs> they're like we're just helping over here. kids get toys <laughs> like you sure. know like i have no problem donating to that but it, it honestly i love that it works kind of yes. hand in hand and so this is actually something we're working on for some hope okay and so i it's it's a really neat cycle and and program so i I, I like it on all ends and then but I don't participate myself. Yeah. Um, except for giving yeah. winners. Which I actually really like getting I like giving winners rather than like getting it 
um I mean, I get taped off of it, which is fun too. Yeah, and that can, that can make or break my my day. Yes, if I'm I can. Having a slow day. I believe it. Yeah. So, what else? Do you have anything else going on besides the house, or is this just all consuming? <laughs> well, she got everything here today, and I was like, we put in an offer, and then I was like, I don't even know what to talk about today because all I can think about is this house. Um, we have weddings this summer. We thought we were like too Done. old and done 20s was all weddings yes. I remember we had like 10 weddings one summer it I think I've legitimately ridiculous. been in almost like 21 weddings between my youth to now I'm like wow this is crazy I can't like thank you friends for loving me I appreciate all of you and that they're all finding love yes it's beautiful but I don't want to wear listen to me <laughs> Love. I know she's all like Lee, Lee, Lee. and I'm like this is the this is one of my best friends so I'm like I will absolutely be in your wedding but after that nobody asked me to be in your wedding I'm getting why don't you like wearing a bridesmaid's dress I don't think it's wearing the bridesmaid's dress I think it's just I, do I you hate love are you a scrooge <laughs> no but I think when you've worn all the dresses like 27 dresses I this think day is start. not about you, Allie. This day is about your friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think I just... <laughs> I think there's a lot of... I say you go balls to the wall and you for wear that bridesmaid's one, dress. this one, I will. And you, you just get the makeup <laughs> but done. But if you get married, I don't want to wear a bridesmaid's dress. Can I What come? do you want to wear? A swimsuit? <laughs> yeah. Wear whatever the hell you want. I don't care. No, I love love too. Now, if I ever got married, it would be like I have I one person yeah. in my wedding, maybe two, and I'd be like, wear whatever you freaking want to wear. Yeah. And and that's how she's being We're going to helicopter up to the top of the mountain. <laughs> right. So get over that shit, and we're going to be up there. Or it'll be like on a beach or something. It'll be like, yeah, here. I think like everybody what I don't like about weddings is that it's one day and everybody is so stressed for this one day. Yeah. And I think that sometimes. See, now we're getting down to it. <laughs> I, I That I can it. understand. Yeah. That and so I, I think understand. that's what I don't, like all this preparation for That's Maybe that's money. your place is just to remind everybody, like, let's just enjoy yes. it. Let's have fun. Yes. And I do think when you're younger, you it's easy to get caught up in that. And yeah. you just feel all of it. Especially Whereas, as an empath, like you're yeah. <laughs> taking on everybody's energy. Like, yeah. oh my God, we're so stressed. Is my hair perfect? And I'm like, well, is my hair perfect? <laughs> <laughs> my eyelashes falling off. Right. Am yeah. I okay as your bridesmaid? Are you it's proud funny. to have me here standing <laughs> next to you? Do I look okay? <laughs> What's funny though is you get down the aisle, right? So everybody gets down the yes. aisle and do that. And everybody just fucking undresses and is hammered and you're just enjoying the rest of the day. And it's like, well, why? Oh, why is it? It's this? always the most uncomfortable shoes that you have I'm to wear. <laughs> oh, nope. It, it's gone now. I remember I was pregnant with Jack and I was in my friend's wedding and God love her. Love you. But you picked the most uncomfortable shoes in the entire world. And I had to, I'd have one of the groomsmen carry me down the aisle. Like that oh. was our, our entrance to like the while pregnant reception yeah oh that's impressive you picked me up like on your back or like baby style like baby style okay yeah oh yeah. i like that yeah i was like thanks for 
Takes her so strong. Me out. Yes, he is a strong guy. I love Danny. Yes, <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, weddings. I love going to weddings. I think they're. I love blast. going. I was a date. I I I went through this. When I was dating for a while there, I felt like I was like a date to weddings. I was a date to like work parties and I loved it. I was like, hell yeah, I will be your date. I'm there. Free drinks, free food, dancing. Yeah. Like I loved it. I was like, hell, I don't know anybody in this place, but I'm just going to like dance my ass off. I found her new profession. You should like put an ad out like, I don't be your wedding date. That was on my, (laughs) when I had my Tinder profile or whichever one I was on for like a hot second, that was the one. And I did. I got offered quite a few times to go, but I don't know. At that point, I think I was called where she hires the. Deborah Messing is the actress. (gasps) What movie is The Uh, Wedding um, Date? That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. He's so handsome. And then they play Michael Bublé, like Sway. He's basically like like a male gigolo. Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. But he's hot. I love that movie so much. Yes. Yeah. Reminiscing about it. Because isn't it in Scotland too or something? The wedding. England. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that movie over and over in my bedroom as as a teenager. Like someday I'm gonna be Deborah Messing and I'm gonna have matching suitcases and yeah. I'm gonna just be perfect like she is. That's not anything like I am now. But you know what my movie was for that. But what? But I will someday have matching suitcases. <laughs> I love that. Not black. <laughs> Mine was my best friend's wedding. Oh my god, that is so good too. Oh, I love that movie. I do too. And I wanted to be her. I, mean, I feel like Which I am one? a lot like her. Oh, no. <laughs> Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Where I was like, I want to be Cameron Diaz with the rich dad. <laughs> when she does karaoke. Yes. <laughs> How does it go? I don't. I, I feel cannot. like I should sing this song. I should know it. Ah. Oh gonna bug me it's horrible <laughs> it is terrible and they're all just staring at her but somehow she just keeps, comes keeps going and yeah. turns the whole room around and they're all like hey you're shitty but you're you're you own you're owning it that would be me you guys I would be the shittiest karaoke singer in the entire world and I want to do it like that's on our bucket list we both said that's on our bucket list this so year. Does this count? There's I, a microphone. I do have. Yeah. Well, yeah. We could do a podcast. Carrie, it would probably be like the worst podcast. But hey, bucket list item checked off. Yes. Um, it's interesting because on one of my manifesting things was like, I, I really want to like sing in a band one time. Just one song. I just want to do that one time. But I have these stupid I've had them forever but they're up in my window seal and it's like dance sing and laugh I don't even know what the other one is but I looked up yesterday and the dance is down and the laugh is down and the only one sitting there is sing and I was like and there's nothing up there you guys like there's no way to get up there how those two fell just makes no sense and these are heavy they're like these heavy kind of cement squares. Isn't that cool? That is cool. And I ca- caught my eye and I was like, sing. And I was like, oh, sing. sing. All right, I got to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to go singing. What would your karaoke song be? Oh, I have a list on my Spotify. Oh, gosh. <laughs> of 
she does. Just in case, just in case the opportunity ever arises, because I would go blank because I know myself. Yeah. And they'd be like, hey, come do karaoke. And I would, I, I wouldn't be able to think of a single song I know. I, at that point in my mind, I would never know a single song that existed no, in life because I would just be like blank. I'd pick like Barney. And so... <laughs> As I listen to music, I'm like, oh, yeah, if I ever, ever did karaoke. So I have a karaoke list just in case this ever comes up. And then I can go through and, and I know these songs kind of by heart. So it's a little easier. So I have my I have my karaoke playlist. And sometimes it's really good to do in the car because it's practice. Yeah, I do do that. Let's make a karaoke playlist. When I was younger, I used to do like um voice memos like i want to listen to myself sing wait did you have girl talk did you have the, the yeah. girl talk that was when i found out i was a bad singer <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't know the words to any song ever um or i just made up words to the songs and so although in my head i thought i was singing them correctly and you're not and so did you ever do the recording yeah record yourself singing yeah. <laughs> into the in well, those who don't know a, a girl talk was like this walkman with a little recording thing mm-hmm. and so you would click the record and the thing mm-hmm. and you would play the song on the radio <laughs> or you, you would wait till the song came yes, on and then you could huge. sing into it with it yeah. and, you, and then you would rewind it quick and then you'd listen back and you would be horrified at the you stuff would. coming out. Yes. I mean, I really think it was just the, the speaker on I was going to say, I oh, think it was real. the speaker. Because like, my parents have one me. of those, like, elephants at their house. And oh, it yes. sings happy birthday, like, happy birthday to you. And my kids think it's hysterical to be like, dickhead, happy birthday to you. Because you can only put <laughs> There's one. There's one at the at the store that they did, and I was with my son of friends, and they go, oh, and so they played it back. It was horrifying to hear this thing singing and doing that. I was like, I I wanted, I ran. Yeah. I've never ran so fast. I was like, I cannot. But it was the funniest thing. And yeah, my kids. It is. It's like happy we- birthday. Oh. Like what? Oh my kids think it's hysterical. Like they will run each of them to try and get this elephant first when they get to my parents' house, and it'll be like butthead, happy birthday to you. And here it's like, you're oh, getting it's them so funny, butthead. <laughs> tablets and phones for Christmas. Like Just get them the singing elephant. The singing elephant. I had I a karaoke it. machine. That was like one of my Santa oh, yes. presents. Yes. And I had like three CDs. It was Annie. So I always sang tomorrow and my parents were like, oh my God, if she sings tomorrow one more time. <laughs> and then I had um, Mountain Music was <laughs> so play me. Yes, some Mountain Music. Yeah. <laughs> my poor parents. Like I would be like, but shut grandma, shut the karaoke machine off. I can't listen. They just let me sing it all the time. Like where were you guys? How supportive. I, I love that. <laughs> Lorelai loves to sing. And she, you got her the karaoke machine. And she, she, we love to sing her and I. It's funny, but she's really into the Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Oh, yeah. The song at the end that's like, I'm on top of the world yeah. tonight. Yeah. And she, there's this point in the movie where um, he's singing that song and they're on the roof and he, he hooks the... <laughs> he hooks the, the lights to the switch okay and so she knows that part in the song and will be in the car and she'll like put her hands together really strong it's the best thing in the entire world and like i love that so much that's so cute that's <laughs> such an awful movie though i tried i remember i called you i was like does it get better no no it does like it's horrifying <laughs> yes. 
It's not horrifying, but it is strange. The whole thing's strange. Yes. It's so funny what you're into when you're little like that. And then as an adult, it's like, oh my God, if I have to, like Jack Well, was- she won't watch the movie. She makes me oh. go to the songs ah. and then she's done. Jack did that. There was a, a library DVD that we bought from the library because we had to rent it so many times. And it was called Michael Michael Motorcycle. <laughs> and it is the worst movie ever and it, he would make me rewind it michael michael motorcycle oh yeah and i'm like if i have to listen to i still know it <laughs> because it was awful and mike would come oh. home and be like i'm like he only likes it because he thinks it's you like yeah. you're his dad oh, like it was cute but mike's like if i have to listen to michael michael like we thought about destroying the dvd on purpose <laughs> didn't have to watch it anymore oh i i would think of that too it is really hard on days where you're overstimulated and you're like she like if she's on her tablet i'm like you have to go into your room and listen to it because i i can't do all of the the coco melon and the noises and And you can't even you can't even ruin those things nowadays no unless they come off indestructible they're completely indestructible But I'm just grateful she doesn't quite know everything, how, how to work everything yet. Yeah. But you know what she's been saying to me lately? Or is this what she said to me now? She's been saying it. She goes, Mom, you're my best friend. Cute. I go, you're my best friend, too. <laughs> like, oh, like, I love you. Oh, I, I love know. those. You're my best friend. And, like, I'm so glad I have a daughter. Yeah. Like, you were, like, my son never said that. He was like, I love you. I mean, he said stuff, yeah. but she's, like, legit, genuine. Like, you're my best friend. I'm like, oh, like, yes. I know. Everett wasn't like, Jack was like that. He was always like, you're my best friend, Mama. I love you. And I'm like, I love you, too. Yeah. And now he's like, I hate you. <laughs> I, I hate I, you, too. No, I secretly <laughs> understand that she's schmoozing me. Like, oh, she's, yeah. I know she's, she's sh- and then it's like, Mama. <laughs> can I la 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 and then I go yeah she goes oh, thank you so much you know they are so the funny. same Jack was the same he a still does schmooza. it she's a schmoozer yeah he'll be like mom I love your outfit but can I have another cliff bar can I have more fruit snacks <laughs> fruit snacks fruit snacks like, do you listen to your daddy fruit talk roll up? <laughs> I love it that's so does cute does your daddy get his way when he tells me I look pretty and he likes my outfit <laughs> smart he's he's smart yeah. very ops his uh, observations he's just picking it right yeah. up uh-huh. I love that uh-huh. yeah it it's so fun for them to observe but it's it's also really hard when they observe certain things too it's crazy how that works yeah because we were we hadn't told the kids about the house like, I was like, if we, you know, lose out on it, I don't want them to have an emotional connection to something either. And so we were on the phone last night, and Jack had been outside, and he heard us. And he was like, we're moving? And I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm like, well, I go, we just put an offer in. We don't know yet. It's kind of like when mommy talks about work. And, he's <laughs> and like, when he thought you guys were moving to Florida. Oh, yeah. Did I tell that story on here? So... <laughs> Before this house came up, we were like, should we buy a, a property in Florida? What should we do? And he heard us, overheard us. I don't know where. He's Houdini, number two. And he goes to his teacher the next day, oh, I'm not going to be in class much longer. My family's moving to Florida. And the teacher emailed us and goes, oh, I heard Jack is moving to Florida. That's going to be so sad. And I was like, we are not moving to Florida. 
We were just looking at investment properties to travel to Florida. <laughs> He's just making mental notes of certain yeah. things. Yeah. I love it. I know. It's like when my sister, she was younger, she had a friend who was adopted from China. And so she wanted to be adopted from oh, Mexico. Yes, so my mom shows up to, you know, some volunteer at school one day and this girl's mom comes running up to my mom it is so nice to have another adoptive parent in the <laughs> school and my mom is like what and she goes yeah is Isabella told whatever her name was that she was adopted from Mexico and my mom goes I think I have stretch marks from her <laughs> Shoved her out of my vagina. She is 100% not adopted. But But we went to Mexico because my my family has a timeshare down there. And she kept being told she looked like a little Mexican girl running around. (laughs) And so she was like, yeah, I'm totally from here. I got the braids. I got... I love that. That's so cute. Yes. uh, I was watching Modern Family and Lily, the one that's uh, adopted... So you have like Mitch and Cam, who are the her her parents, and uh, she goes to have this girls' day, and she goes, "I'm gay," and so they make this like whole big deal, and so Gloria brings her back, and she's like, "I'm not having this conversation with her." So the two dads sit down with her, and um, they're asking her why she thinks she's gay, and she goes, "Well, we learned this in school," and it's kind of funny because Mitch is like. It's just a phase you're going to go through. So he's saying all the things you would yes. say to someone. And he's like, why am I doing this? It's, it's seriously a funny episode. And so I they, this one. Yeah. So they, they get down to it and she's like, yeah, you know, um, if uh, your mom and dad are like Mexican, I'm Mexican. And she goes, you are both gay and I'm gay. And they're like, oh. And so then they were telling her that she was, she's adopted from Vietnam and that she's Vietnamese. And they're trying to explain to her like about Vietnam and they just know nothing. It's just the funniest thing. And so they're like, she's like, if you guys are gay, I'm I'm gay. gay. I remember Jack came over time and he goes, I'm a lesbian. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you can't really be a lesbian but you can be gay you know but then I'm like well you could be lesbian I'm like, like I don't know how to answer this question right now you can be whatever you want <laughs> which it come to find out it I can't remember what he thought it meant or anything like that but they were talking about it on the playground and it was totally not in the context what I think do it was you like... think a lesbian is I've learned to ask questions back yes. Like where what what do you think that is? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's what it was. He liked girls. That's that's the context. Why well, like girls? So I'm a lesbian, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can yeah. see how you'd get there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, what's cute? I love those stories. <laughs> I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Lorelai's been. Uh, she's very observant lately, so it's been kind of funny to hear the things that come out of her mouth. She keeps me on my toes, that's for sure. But Oh, yeah. You're, like, in the thick of it, of yeah. the cute sayings. And yeah. I love that it's so, like, prevalent now to, like, have your phone out. Because when I when Jack was little, it was, like, phones were just becoming, like, this huge thing. Well, and it, what's weird is that I don't have my phone out much with her, but for some reason, I just will get this urge and you pull it out, and all of a sudden she says or does something, and I'm like, 
that was freaking hysterical. I can't believe I got that on camera. Like the one TikTok I made where she's like, drinking a lot of water makes your butt big. You know, and I'm like, what? Where did you even come? We don't talk. Like, where does that even come from? The pressure down there when she's got a pee. <laughs> it makes your butt big. I was just laughing. It was funny. But I did actually share this story on my own personal stuff, but... She is observing that our family is different. That's been a little yeah. tough. Yeah. So she had a picture of her dad and her, and I heard her in a room and she came out and she was looking at the picture and she's like holding it out in front of her and she kisses it and she goes, I love you, daddy. And I just was stunned and I'm like, okay. And I go, do you need to talk about anything? And then. She goes, she just put the picture down and she climbed up my lap and I could tell she was crying or had been in her room. Like, and then she was crying on my lap and it was so hard. And I, I can tell with the questions she's asking, I can tell with her observations of just that our family is different than families on TV. Our families are different than people around us. And like people have daddies and she doesn't have a daddy. And so even when I hear her playing, she's like, this is the daddy. And like, it's just, you can tell she's creating something almost that I think she wish she has yeah. or she's trying to figure it out. Well, it's all clicking right now. Yeah. And with Mother's Day and Father's Day too, they're probably talking about it at daycare. And she's like, well, I'm very confused. Where is heaven? Like, yeah, I know yeah. heaven's above us. But, but she's just, de- yeah, she's dealing with huge emotional yeah. things that some people don't deal with their entire lives. No. And so just trying to have her understand that has been, oh. But I... What this is the one cool thing about life, right? Though, is that I get to tell her that my dad's in heaven too. Yes. So I get to have the conversation. I say, you know what? Your dad's in heaven with my dad. Yeah. And um, I I get it. Yeah. I understand. Um, although my, you know, I have I go and someday you will have somebody like Papa is to me like your Papa, my stepdad is for me, who comes in and is gets to be such an amazing father too and you get you might get you're gonna get two daddies right one day and that's such a great great way to explain it because I did that with Everett for a long yeah. time too where it was like well my dad's not in my life either and it I could see you know because yeah. you can yeah and you just understand sympathize it. And, yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's it's crazy I do think back though when we went to see um Thomas the psychic medium. Oh, yeah. And he kept bringing up, all of a sudden it clicked for me, but it did not click for me. And he kept bringing up the person that died of an overdose. And then there was a young male. And I think my dad and him were com- and Matt were coming in together. Crazy. You, like, think back at those. Yeah. Cause there because there was, they kept saying Donna too. And I was like, and nobody would pick her up. And that's yes. my mother-in-law's So best I wonder friend. if, like, I wonder if all three of those, because those were connect. because he was, like, asking. I wonder if those three were actually, like, coming in together. And I'm going, man, I did not. I just totally slipped that my dad had yeah. passed away from an overdose. And I would slipped. You know, it was like. We didn't even talk about that on here. No. I got pulled, you guys, from the. the oh, we set. didn't? No. I don't oh. think we did. I we didn't we did a, a post on it yeah yes this yeah. is cool yeah my dad came through when we saw the seatbelt psychic and it was yeah it was a I'm kicking her under the table and I'm like this is you I'm over here but you know what's funny is when I went there 
I really just had you in mind for the whole time. And so I think I was just so focused on just listening to that that I, I forgot all about <laughs> all like the hundreds of people I have in heaven, I guess. I know like, you do. But I, I didn't think I just didn't even process it no. until afterwards, after your dad came through, which was so incredibly cool. Yeah. And it was done in his style and his way and his way. It words. was the last one. Like that's totally him. I can just picture his mom and my my mom's mom like kicking him. Like, Al, you need to go go talk to her. <laughs> you know, like that's just perfect fashion of it. And the fact that like I was like, Oh, okay, whatever and then it was like the boat, like that that's how it started was or it was he had cancer and I was like, Nope, not me and he's like, No wait, he's really sick. And then it was like, you don't have a lot of memories, but you have a memory of a boat. And I was like, well, those are the only memories I really have. And then it like just kept going. Like there is, you know, a sister or a sibling that's not involved. And I was like, yeah, I have a sibling that isn't involved. And then it was just like, bam. And I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. And I just, it just shows though, because I went and shared it with one of his family members thinking like, we're going to have this experience together. And she like completely shut me down. And yeah. that was like, I felt a little, I, I haven't like really. Vulnerable. Yeah. I haven't really grieved him. It's, it was an interesting dynamic. I think I definitely like stepped up during the time that he needed me. And that's what I was there for. But then it's been like, okay, I'll just, you know, sweep it under the rug and not really sit. I don't know how to really grieve him. It's a weird... I think you did a lot in the hospital. Like, yeah. I think that was honestly so more closure than I think you even realized. Yes. Because you allowed yourself to be there. You allowed yourself to be in the emotion going up and in it. And you really got to some places while you were in it that yeah. I think where naturally we would come out of these and we'd think, I have to grieve this, but... I really do think you did a lot in the moment that you don't even realize really you did. it was helpful to have all of his siblings because he had a ton of siblings coming and talking about him because these are things that I didn't even know. Yeah. It helped me understand him better with like there they were all said like he had a lot of trauma when he was growing up and I'm like this is the shit that I wish like this is why we're starting this podcast to talk about this shit. Yeah. If I knew my dad had a ton of trauma growing up it would have maybe been a completely different relationship between him and I granted yes was he the adult could he have worked through his own shit yeah but I think I would have had more appreciation for where he was in life when you don't know what you don't know and so when you're stuck in that place you and you have nobody showing you any other different way I mean it's tough yeah so I just got you know with this family member I got really pissed off the other day (laughs) And I was like, you know, you have your beliefs and I have never said one bad thing if I believed in that or I didn't believe in it because it's none of my fucking business. Excuse my French. But it's none of my business. You're excused. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what you believe in. Yeah. But I would still sympathize and be like, wow, that's so cool if something cool happened in your religion or whatever you believe in. Right. And so that pissed me off. And then I was watching Uncle Buck on Sunday and... Granted, I'm getting my little period this week, and then I have this house stuff that was going on. We had just looked at the house that day, 
And I was watching Uncle Buck. And if you know that movie, it's about this uncle that comes and lives with his brother's kids why they, the mom and dad have to go stay with her dad because he had just had a heart attack. So Uncle Buck rolls in. And my dad looked a lot like Uncle Buck. And it didn't click in my head at the time when I put it on. I was just like, oh, Jack is the perfect age where we can sit and laugh at this movie. Yeah. So then Uncle Buck gets good by the end of the the movie and I just start crying bawling <laughs> and Mike looks over at me and he thinks I'm crying about the house. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, honey, like it's okay if we don't get it. <laughs> and I go, I'm just, I don't think I've grieved my dad yet. <laughs> and, he, and he like comes over and hugs me Aww. and he goes, he goes, this is good. <laughs> he's a he doesn't do well he's in so these kind sweet. of situations but he was just like this he does in his own way yes. though yes that's what i mean and in the way that you need because yes. you cannot have somebody like no like, but her. it was like I, he just came and hugged me he didn't he didn't need to say any words he was just like this is good for you you need to do this he's like you also need to let me in so that i can help you Aww. and i was like i know i just hold everything in <laughs> Jack oh. walks out because he had gotten bored like, by half of the movie. What the and fuck he, is wrong with I know. He goes, why are you crying? Uh, I cried so much last week. <laughs> Did it you? Was, yeah. Because I'm going through this whole process yes. that I'm going to be teaching others. And, like, it's just a whole thing. And I'm well, not going to get into like... it. Yeah. It, but I think that everything really comes together. But... I am going through a lot of deep-seated issues that I, I don't even remember. I don't even I forget about. And so you're just, you're going through all these things little by little. But at the same point, I'm finally allowing myself to feel it. It's it's all really good. But I know, I've lo- seen such a change with you even. Because I did Ariane's child, inner child meditation. And I was like, totally like, okay. I'm going to feel what she felt. And I got my little blindfold. He's like, get a blindfold. And so I got my little like sleeping eye blindfold. <laughs> and it was Saturday and nobody was, Jack was out playing. Mike was gone working. Everett was at a friend's. And I was like, I just like was here. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do with myself. And so I was like, I'll go do Ariane's meditation. And I was like, okay, I'm holding my inner child, like trying to go through all the motions. And I'm like, Nah, I'm not. I'm yeah, not but look yet. what happened on Sunday. Yes, that is so, true. <laughs> things are happening in your subconscious that you have no but, idea about. But I will say I've seen such a... I was trying to gear oh, this sorry. towards you. <laughs> I'm over here like, yeah, but... No, but I love how open and calm you've been lately and just like in in it. Yeah. Like... Big things are happening over at your yeah. your mind and body, yeah. soul. It's true. You got to make room for new stuff. And we had a little bitch session session together a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we did too. have that too. <laughs> yeah, it's all like you said. It's all about timing. Yeah. And um, I think if this stuff would have been going on, you know, even six months ago, it wasn't quite. I don't think I would have been quite ready. But everything it is, I can tell you. A story after story just in the last two weeks only two weeks of just the craziness of divine timing of how something happens where you're at the person you run into the person you talk to I mean it's just incredible like I I should be probably documenting it more it's wild but it's so cool every day I'm just like oh fuck that's amazing 
happy happy. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Um, but it is, it's, it takes, it was just like, I was on a Zoom call and Laura like came in and she was saying hi to the person I was talking to and she's like, my mom was crying. And I'm like, you just narking me out. <laughs> That's like, the worst. <laughs> and thank God they're super cool. They're like, emotions are all right. And I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, God. Can we have a, a Although story I are, type but circle? It, I'd already told on myself prior to that. So it would already right. like been open that I yeah. was crying. But it was like, she's just like, a, I go, I like, I didn't think she saw all of it, but it was like to that point where I'm like watching TV and I'm watching a show or I'm listening to a song and I'm like, I'm like, I'm sick of myself. Like, but just feel it, be in it. And it's like, just we're going to be better after this. Ugh. I know. That's just it. Ugh. It's but it's right. good. It's it so good. good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm going I think I'm on the I'm on the the top end of it now. So that's all good too. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can laugh at ourselves at we least. We can. Yeah. Uh-huh. But this was fun. It was fun. We didn't. It was pretty cool coming out and being like, we got nothing to talk about, but we always have something. And to now talk we've about. been on for an hour. <laughs> yes. Ugh, you guys sick of us yet? <laughs> they probably have shut us off. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to the Twisted yes. Sisters. And I know we say this all the time, but we have some great things coming. Yeah. And in both of our lives, in um, just sharing with you guys our story and our journey, and our journeys are picking up like in excessive speed so yeah. it's awesome it's yeah we're you can tell we're coming into like some legit alignment yeah yeah but we put in the work so we it's have, all good we do we are creating Even our reality the the control freak going and doing an inner child meditation you can do it too you guys <laughs> <laughs> the more you do it the better you get exactly have a great week you guys we love you so much Bye. stay twisted Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted Sisters. Sisters. We're all a little twisted.